When we hold on to grievance and pain from the past, we keep ourselves from being able to really move into our fullest expression of self. We need to practice forgiveness from the soul recovery perspective, dissipating the energy and releasing the past for good. If you're interested in this profound transformation, I invite you to join me in Colorado the weekend of June 8th and 9th to have an incredible experience with others on this same soul recovery journey. Two full days of immersion in the soul recovery process where you will indeed leave transformed. You will be able to truly let go of these old pains and step into a new way of being. Check out the show notes for a coupon code and how to register. In this episode of the Recovery Soul podcast, we're talking about freedom from codependency. Codependency is when we are mentally, emotionally, physically, or spiritually reliant on another person. It's like putting yourself in a cage in your own jail and the door's wide open, but we don't know how to get out of it. In this episode, we're using soul recovery, the concepts of soul recovery, to learn how to step out of that cage, how to experience freedom, how to be self-reliant, connect with our higher power, and live from our highest self. Welcome to the Recover Your Soul podcast, a spiritual path to a happy and healthy life. My name is Reverend Rachel Harrison. I started Recover Your Soul after having profound changes in my life from my recovery of alcoholism, codependency, and control addiction. I was guided to share the tools and principles of spirituality and soul recovery to help others transform their lives as mine was transformed. For us to overcome external circumstances, we need to turn the attention to ourselves, focusing on our inner change and healing, positive results in our lives will follow. Welcome to the Recovery Soul Podcast. I'm Rev. Rachel Harrison, and I just want to thank you for being here today, listening to Soul Recovery. I want to send a special shout out to everybody who has been out there sharing this podcast with friends or family that you think might benefit from Soul Recovery. I just am so blessed and honored that this community continues to grow and that there are just so many people out there connecting in this way that is often through the doors of 12 step. But really, once we get through that door, what it's about is it's about a larger awakening. It's around learning how to let go of all that we don't have control over and how to turn the attention to ourselves and our own healing And even as I described earlier in a session with somebody that we're taking what we think are the problems oftentimes with other people, and we're able to set that aside and turn the attention to ourselves and discuss and figure out and have awareness around and, and move through and allow it to be healed. Those parts of us that have been keeping us trapped those parts of us that make us feel stuck, those parts of us that make us codependent. And in this episode today, I wanted to focus on the freedom of codependency, that in my own life, I am free of codependency in the same way that it looked just five years ago when I quit drinking and really started this deep dive into soul, what I now call soul recovery. 
And when I looked up what codependency meant, it says codependency is a relationship when each person involved is mentally, emotionally, physically, and or spiritually reliant on another. And I often say it's when we're putting other people's needs in front of our own. But I actually really liked this definition that it is when we are reliant on another person. And these kinds of relationships can exist between romantic partners, family members, friends. It just can reach out into the world, this reliance on another person. And if I think about five years ago when I started down this journey, and if you've listened to this podcast before, you know my story of just feeling so, oh my gosh, I was so despondent by the time that I really got to the place where Rich came to us and said, I think we need to quit drinking again because we had been sober before. I had been sober before. And the reliance that I realized that I had on other people wasn't what I was concentrating on at that time. I was really stuck in my own jail cell with the door wide open that I could walk out of any time of being so reliant on the other people in my life, my husband, my kids, my even my parents to some degree, the people that I worked with, definitely the job that I had of it showing up for me and that if they were uncomfortable, then I was uncomfortable. And this need that I had to fix and to people please and to chameleon myself to try to make everything be smooth or okay. And that the drinking for me was a way to soothe or calm these feelings of discomfort that I had. And now that I can look back on this life that I had, I can look back on the healing that I had, I can have a witness to myself instead of being so enmeshed and involved in it, I can really understand this reliance that I had that physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, I was more in the need of other people to tell me how to feel than I was for me to know how I felt, to trust who I was, to trust my own connection with my higher power, to trust my life. And I spent so much time and energy on trying to control and fix other people because if they were okay, I could be okay. Another thing that I found on the internet around what are signs and symptoms of codependency, it's poor boundaries with others, low self-esteem, low self-love, we like to call it now, caretaking, obsessions, the need to control. That's what we're working on here in soul recovery. Difficulty making decisions, trouble identifying or communicating thoughts, feelings, or needs, chronic anger or strong emotional reactions. What a great list of the things that happen in our lives that are really opportunities and markers for us to notice that we're in our own codependent prison. And in soul recovery, what we're really looking at is how to have awareness without judgment, how to start to look at our life in an honest and open and healthy way without condemning ourselves or the other people in our life. We're all just human beings here having a human experience. And I like to think we're spiritual beings having human experience, but we're just 
humans. We're faulted. We're not perfect. That we're all here with our own pains and our own wounding that has happened, the projections and the perceptions that we see the world. And if we allow ourselves to have a little more compassion, not only for ourselves, but for everybody in the situation, and start taking these steps back and looking at with honesty and deep acceptance these parts of ourselves, then we can start to notice, oh, I'm in a cage of my own making. I'm in a codependent relationship. I'm creating codependent situations. I am relying on other people to make me be okay. I'm giving my power away by saying that if someone else is okay, then then I can be okay. Versus saying, I have the strength in myself to be exactly where I'm at. I'm choosing happiness. I'm choosing health. And whatever someone else chooses is their own choice. So this reliance on somebody else for us to be okay is so powerful. So the freedom from codependency starts with the ability for us to look at it honestly, to look at it honestly. I think in my situation, I spent a lot of years being in really deep denial around what was happening. And I was in denial around my own needs and my own feelings. And so what I did was I put a lot of attention on what was going on and what was wrong with the situation or the people around me, specifically my husband and my boys and, you know, who I worked with and what was going on. And, and that desire for control, the desire to try to make it be a certain way got to where I wasn't doing it from my healthy place of my personality styles that actually are great attributes of who I am, they started moving into unhealthy and negative and dysfunctional behaviors. And part of this being realistic about what's really happening in our life and seeing it, stepping back as a witness, letting go of the part of us that wants to judge it either as good or bad but just starts to recognize from a neutral place what's actually happening with us allows us to take out the baggage. It allows us to take out of all of the pains and the wounds that we have and to actually see it without projection. And we all project. That's part of being a human again, right? So part of this is starting to witness for ourselves our way of how we interact with the world. And that helps us to be able to have compassion and tenderness for the other people in our lives and how they're looking at the world. And letting go of that reliance, letting go of the need for them to heal, for them to be okay, for for them to make better choices, whatever it is, looking more intently and more deeply at what our feelings are and what our needs are and how we can stop relying on somebody else for our needs and how we can come back to ourselves. Now, soul recovery is a spiritual path to a happy and healthy life. Spiritual path. And so in this space, in this healing space, what I'm here and what I'm offering is that when we are reliant on other humans with all of their stuff, with all of their pain, we're handing it over to the chances 
that there is more fear involved in those relationships and those people than there is love and compassion. Because unless you're in an environment where everybody's doing their work and everybody's in a spiritual grounded place and not taking responsibility for other people's stuff and and in a place where they're spiritually grounded, most of us are not in that situation. Most of us are in a place where we're mired in our humanness and we're mired in this ego place that wants what it wants and it doesn't want to feel any pain. And that comes from pain and fear. And so then you're, you're handing yourself over to an environment that is surrounded around pain and fear. Now, currently in the bonus episodes, I'm doing a book study on the book, Crossing the Threshold from Fear to Love, 31 Days of Spiritual Awakening by Paul Farini. I love Paul Farini and I've came to him because I would get these great quotes or I would hear people have these great quotes and it was from Paul Farini. So I've been reading some of his stuff and this book, I picked up this book and I thought, oh, I've got to do this as a book study for the bonus episodes because it's just so good. And it's 31 spiritual values. And each of these values just resonate and coordinate so beautifully with the soul recovery spiritual path. So this book, which I'm not going to be using only for the bonus episodes, but I'm using as a marker for, starts with acceptance as its foundational spiritual value. And what I love about this is it comes into such deep play around how we show up in codependent relationships and how not accepting is a foundational piece of being in codependence where we're relying on somebody else. And part of what I really want to um, stress in this concept of freedom from codependence is that what we're learning is that we can accept people for exactly who they are. We can accept situations for what it is. We don't have to like it. We do not have to like it to accept it. Accepting it means that you're letting go of the energy around it, that it needs to be a certain way for you to be okay, that you can actually sit in your discomfort, that you can actually name the discomfort, which is the first step of stepping outside of your own jail that has the door wide open. And we're just making movement towards that wide open door that says, I can sit in this discomfort and I can accept And I can allow myself to not like, but I can truly be in a place where I don't need to control what's happening around me or who is around me and what they're doing in this situation. If you're ready for soul recovery, as a spiritual coach, I can support your healing to help make real changes that will bring you a life of peace, happiness, connection, and abundance. You can also work in smaller groups by taking a deep dive in a Zoom workshop or with me in person at a retreat or an event. Join others on the Soul Recovery Path once a month for the free Zoom support group or daily on the private Facebook page. Visit the website recoveryoursoul.net to book coaching sessions with me or find all the information you need about soul recovery, dates that are coming up, and how to register for those groups and workshops. To support the podcast and the community, check the links in the show notes to make a small monthly donation or a one-time donation of your choice that will make a huge impact to support this community and the soul recovery mission. 
Together, we can do the work that will recover your soul. And interestingly enough, when I was trying to decide what to talk about today, my first thought was that I would pull from my Soul Truth Oracle deck. And the card that I pulled said, am I communicating my needs? And that went along really beautifully with this conversation around freedom from codependence because we need to understand how to separate our needs from somebody else's needs. That we've been trained from a very young age, most of us in some form or another, to put other people's needs in front of ours or to not trust our own voice. And it isn't because people are being cruel or mean. It's just how it is. This is just the awareness and the letting go of judgment around not saying, oh, our parents did a good, bad job or a bad job. What it's saying is, this is the general practice that this is how children have been raised. And the older I get, the more I realize that even though it seems like we've been around for a long time or that, you know, our country's almost 300 years old at this point, you think that's really old. It's not that old. That literally from the time that people came over here in wagon trains was in the 1800s. And it's only the 2000s. So if you think about how intense life was at that point to today, the patterning that is part of our development as families and our genetic DNA didn't allow for feelings or what you really needed or softness. It was around survival. It was around survival. And so it only makes sense that it's only been X amount of generations where it got down to us as our own children that has been slowly releasing survival and into how do you feel? What do you need? This is a new development in the human existence for us to contemplate ourselves this way. The Eastern philosophy has been been doing this for a lot longer, but the Western culture has not been on this train for a long time. So of course it makes sense that we haven't been developed to know what our needs are. We've been developed to look at somebody else's needs more than our own needs, and thus we are more reliant on other people to fulfill those needs for us. So this card that says, am I communicating my needs? First and foremost to me says, do I know what my needs are? Can I separate my needs from another person? When you're raising children and they're young, your number one priority is to put their needs first, to make sure that they are clothed, that you're providing them love, that you're providing them nurturing, that they have a house, that they have food, that they have their essential needs met, but that their next level of needs are being met. We as mothers in particular lose the ability for us to have time and space for ourselves to realize what our needs are in the midst of all of that. And so it also makes sense that by the time we get to a place generally in our late 30s or 40s or 50s, where we're starting to look at these parts of ourselves for the first time, it's like we've lost ourselves. We don't know who we are. We don't know what our needs are. I remember there being a point where I thought I could do anything I want right now. And I have no concept of what that is because I've been reliant 
or someone has relied on me for so long that I don't even know what I need. So just being mindful of that and holding space in that is a elemental first awareness that will help you with some of these markers that were on this list of not needing to be a caretaker, letting go of control, opening up your self-esteem and your self-love again, figuring out what your boundaries are, and learning how to make decisions for yourself that are around, what do I need in this situation? I think there's this misnomer that says that to be strong means that you have to leave people behind or that you have to be strong over someone else. And the truth is that deep spiritual strength is not about being any better or any worse than anyone else. Spiritual strength says that you're coming from a groundedness that is around what you're knowing is your connection with higher power that is guiding you and leading you to what is yours, that is expressing your emotions, that is allowing your emotions to be a guide for you that help you see, does this feel good? If it feels good in a healthy way, move in that direction more. And if it doesn't feel good, if it's not comfortable in a way that is trying to show you something, be willing to look at what that is. How do you let go of the reliance of somebody else and open to the reliance on yourself and your connection with spirit? The hardest part is that it often means that things have to change in our lives. The serenity prayer, which is so powerful, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. The first part of that prayer is acceptance. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The first step of soul recovery is accepted that we were powerless over every single thing outside of ourselves and that our desire to control people, places, and things is causing us pain and suffering. So when we accept what we cannot change, And then, similar to the serenity prayer, the power to change what I can, that's taking our power back and saying, if I only am control of one thing and that's me, then what do I need? What am I going to do? And the courage to do that, the courage to take on your own responsibility for your own life, your own happiness, releasing the reliance that other people have on you or that you have on other people, unless it's a reliance of a small child. Being willing to have the courage means that we see that there are things that we need to change in our lives. And it doesn't mean we have to make huge radical changes and leave our spouses and leave our jobs. And that's that part where we say, if I'm over here, I'm going to feel better. The first step is to feel better where you are right now. And to just notice where you're feeling reliant. And then that's the step that you get to where you're standing at the door of the cage and you're able to step out and say, I don't need to rely on anyone else for my emotional, spiritual, physical, or mental well-being. That I can rely on myself. That I don't need to be codependent. 
that I can feel the value of who I am, that I can hear spirit speaking to me and offering me the truth of who I am, that I can recognize my gifts. We were each brought here to be a unique expression. There is no one else except you that is like you on purpose by design that your purpose here is to live your life fully, to live your life to its fullest from your highest self. And that by looking at these patterns that we had, these beliefs that we have, these ways that we were raised that go back to this genetic and environmental DNA that goes back for generations, generational patterns, And begin to unravel that and separate that reliance too. That we can let go of, truly release, truly forgive, disperse the energy around these old structures and stop being a victim. Man, when you stop being a victim, you are clearly out the door of the self-imposed jail. It's like that is the key when you empower yourself to say, it doesn't actually matter what happened to me. Horrible, terrible things can have happened to us, but we choose our perception around them. And then we choose whether we're going to project that out into the world in which we live and whether we're going to gather evidence that stands behind these beliefs around ourselves that are negative, or whether we're going to stand in the world gathering evidence of the beauty and the wholeness of who we are. And then you're in those situations in your lives where you feel like this is a difficult marriage or this is a difficult work situation or a difficult friendship situation. And as you're working on yourself and you're doing this soul recovery and you're healing and you're expanding and you're awakening, the clarity that comes around letting go of the reliance means that then you can make decisions that are based on guidance and truth and not based on fear and not based on the belief that if you leave this, something else will make you happy. Because then you're relying on that other thing to make you happy. We're releasing ourselves, we're freeing ourselves from codependence. And again, just as a clarity, if you are in a situation where you are mentally, physically in danger, that's a whole other deal. That is a whole other place that you don't stay in an environment like that trust that there is guidance for you, that you will be provided with everything that you need to be able to leave those situations immediately to heal. You need to be in an environment where at least you have space to contemplate these concepts, to work on these concepts, to let go of other people's behaviors. I hope that you can feel the part of you that knows that you don't need to be locked in that cage, that The codependence comes from a long line, a long lifetime of training in the opposite. We are retraining, we're doing mind training to change our perception, to open the door to a new way of being, a new way of thinking, a new way of seeing that allows us to let go of that reliance that allows us to let go of the need of other people to fill us up, to be okay for us to be okay. And letting go of the need of putting other people's needs before ours and communicating our needs, recognizing what they are, communicating them to ourself first, 
and then learning how to communicate them to the world in a way that allows you to let go of the cage and let go of the reliance. As I always say, if you need help with this, I would encourage you to book a coaching session with me and we can do this together. I'm really here to support you on your journey. We also have the Zoom workshops. I have an upcoming in-person retreat. There's lots of ways to get support around this. Join the Facebook group. And more than that, to make this your own journey, to stand in your strength and to know that you are being held and supported and loved by your higher power. I'd also encourage you just lastly to jump in and become a bonus episode member, Apple Podcasts or Patreon. The show notes has the links for all of that so that you can be with us on this book study as we are learning how to cross the threshold from fear to love by Paul Farini. Enjoy your freedom. Until next time, namaste. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Recovery Soul Podcast and being part of this amazing and growing community. If you loved this episode and you want even more, there is a bonus episode with even more content every Friday. This is by subscription. You can access that by being a Patreon member and there's three tiers of giving of your choice or an Apple Podcast subscriber. Once you have subscribed, you have access to a whole back catalog of episodes as well. These have interviews, more book studies, meditations, and even more on your soul recovery journey to help support you. So I thank you for becoming a subscriber for this additional content and how it helps support this community. If you go to the website, recoveryoursoul.net, and I would love for you to subscribe to email updates so that you can keep posted with everything that's going on, different events, what dates are coming up, any reminders. There's only a couple emails each month. I hope you follow Recover Your Soul on social media. You can find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, the private Facebook community page, TikTok. And if you want guided meditations, look for Reverend Rachel Harrison on Insight Timer. I really encourage you to take advantage of the one-on-one coaching. This is a unique, intuitive connection between the two of us. There are nine steps to soul recovery, and I do use those nine steps to loosely guide us through whatever you're coaching that you need. But really, it's about creating a way for you to feel comfortable around your healing of your past, looking at the situations in your life. What are the patterns? What are the beliefs that are holding you back? Breaking free from those patterns breaking free from those beliefs, letting go of control, letting go of the people around you and how they are making you feel and taking your power back, discovering who you are and who you want to be in the world and how I can support you to do this. It's actually not intended to be a long-term relationship. If you want to try a session, there is a discount code for your first session with me just to see if it feels like a good fit. I really try to keep the prices as reasonable as I can. This isn't about trying to charge what coaches do charge. This is about me being able to make a living to support you on your path. I am here to support you on your soul recovery journey. And also, you're sharing this podcast with your friends 
putting five stars, leaving reviews, really sharing this with others is growing the community. This is my great mission to bring soul recovery to a larger group that we are growing and supporting each other. And every time I'm in one of our support groups and I see all those faces on Zoom and we share with each other what's really happening in our lives and we connect or in a workshop, it just is so profound that we're doing this work together. We are supporting each other and the fact that I can be part of your life means a lot to me. Thank you for being part of this community. Thank you for supporting Recover Your Soul. And I know that together we can do the work that will recover your soul. The Recover Your Soul podcast and its content is for educational purposes only and is not allied or representative of any organizations or religions. It's based on the opinions and experience of Reverend Rachel Harrison. Recover Your Soul claims no responsibility to any persons or entity for any liability, loss, damage, or cause alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of its use. Applications or interpretations of the information represented herein. Take what you need and leave the rest.